Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The pretty best of Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio. We have a really, really awesome show today. I'm really, really excited. Um, If you guys remember back at the beginning when we first started doing this podcast, when you and I, Cheryl, were on the show and we were dancing our little tails off, (laughs) uh, we had two members of my band on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. We had Nicholas Jean Carter. and <laughs> so fancy. And Kevin Scott Richardson. Yes. Uh, Mr. Mr. Eyebrows himself. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. yes. See, I can say that and I can get away with that. That's funny. Uh, but yes, we have a third Backstreet Boy on the show today. Um, and what's what's really, really interesting about... This person, I'm keeping the name secret for as long as I can, uh, is, you know, uh, he literally was what I would call like the Monday morning quarterback because when we started, there was myself, Howie, and Nick were the beginning three, which are still in the group, obviously. And there were two other members um, when Lou put us together Mm -hmm. and... One of those members actually went to school with Howie and I feel so bad for, you know, Howie, but we had dinner one night as a group and we had to let him go. And we chose to let Howie be the one to break the news to him because he knew him the best. I know. And Howie's the sweetest guy in the world. So it's like, it's like, sorry, bro, you got to go break the news to. uh." And he did. Oh yeah. No, he totally did and did it like a champ. And then we, we then got Kevin. Uh, Kevin was working at Disney at the time. And one of Lou's, I think it was Lou's limo driver or somebody knew, knew Kevin. Uh, so we, so we, we, we then got Kevin. And we, there was another gentleman in the group, uh, Sam. And it just, it just didn't work out uh, for reasons I won't go oh, into. Interesting. Okay. So Sam then left. Now we're down to four and we're like, okay, do we go back to the audition process and, you know, see as many kids as we can or like what, or, or maybe we're just destined to be four and Kevin now, now this is going to tell everybody who this is. Kevin was like, well guys, I have this cousin. I can't believe they're cousins. I didn't know this. Yeah. I, he goes, I have this cousin who lives in Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, he can sing. Uh, to my knowledge, he's got rhythm, so I'm pretty sure he can dance. So he called his cousin in the middle of the school day, and his cousin got sent to the principal's office, and he never did. 
So he, he, he gets in the principal's office and there's a phone call. And he's like, okay. And he answers the phone and it's Kevin. He's like, hey, cuz. And they chat for a minute and he's like, you know what? Um, so I'm in this group and, you know, he, he kind of sells him on it. And he's like, so what do you think? Do you want to come on down to Florida and give this thing a try? And uh, next thing you know, he comes down and he literally shows up in He's got this pickup truck, slammed pickup truck, canary yellow with red splatter paint. Wow. We called it the bleeding banana. Oh, my god! And gosh. he had like two 12-inch Dayton speakers in the back. I mean, it was like How old as was ghetto. He? he was 18. As wow. ghetto as ghetto gets. And he comes to the front door, knocks on the door. Nick and I answer. He's wearing shorts, cut-off sleeve flannel. He's got like a high fade pompadour thing going on. And he goes, hey, y'all, my name is Brian Literal. Nice to meet y'all. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. What, what planet are you from? And like the thickest country accent, which he then lost over time. Oh, my gosh. Every so I'm often, sure it's whenever, in there somewhere. Whenever, whenever Brian gets angry, the accent comes out. Like yeah, he, totally. He, like goes, he just dives. He's like, he's like, he's like. I'm all tired of y'all talking this shit. What the hell? I'm like, whoa, dude. He's okay. in the waiting room. Oh, oh, well, then there you go. So uh, what a great intro to my brother from another mother, Mr. Brian Literal. B-Rock, come on down, buddy. Come on down. You and your price is right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. I can't see your face. There's butterflies. Hold on. Hold on just one second. You're so you're, you're so not technically savvy, and you know that. This meeting is. Being it's on the recorded. bottom left hand corner. Oh. Yes. Yes. Watch what you say to me, bro. Where's it at? There it is. Start video. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Boom. Hey. Oh my god. He's <laughs> back again. Hi. What's going on? Do you remember me? I do, Cheryl. How are you? Good, Brian. How are you? Good to see you. I'm good. This is pretty messed up. I have to say. It is. <laughs> yes, it is. Nice. Yeah. And, and I'm I'm I obviously you know Nene. You obviously know Mr. Senor Elefando. We we have a lot to talk about there, Mr. Senor. We do. And uh -oh. I have to start with saying I don't appreciate getting my ass kicked twice in golf. <laughs> by okay, let's get that out of the way. Let's get that out of the way. Because yeah. we all have something in common. We're all kind of trash talkers. Right. Yeah. And, oh, what, yeah. and what happens when you're a trash talker, the defeat hurts that much more. <laughs> it should. It does. And yeah, you and should. I, Renee, have something in common, which is that the last couple of times we both played against Rock, he's what both Kick. our asses. So yeah. it's yeah. sound. Oh, wow. It's sound. I something mean, needs you, to change. You haven't played against me yet. It's... I'm just telling you. Watch out. <laughs> oh that's, yeah. That's pretty messed up. I don't appreciate that. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It's gonna be. And the thing is, the thing about about Brian is, is that I'm normally pretty good at getting under some, like getting someone's head. Yeah. He's kind of a rock. Yeah. He's kind of a rock. So oh. hence, hence his nickname, B Rock. Yes, he is definitely. <laughs> He does not let anything, anything, he's never, he's never let anything get under his skin. He just comes right out and says, never, uh, no, or yeah, or I don't like it. He's just, he's always Sticks been very forthcoming, it. which is, I really admire. And I've, I've, I think I've gotten better with not, not, not being a mute anymore amongst the five of us. I definitely have my own say now uh yes <laughs> you know. you've you've gotten 10 yeah. times better i mean 10 times whether better. it's the right thing to say or not i don't know but i still i'll say it <laughs> well i mean you gotta you gotta say what you gotta say you know it's like the john yes. the yes. john mayer song you know say what you need to say you know say what you need i love to that say. song i love that song too so, so brian how are you i'm good how are you we're i'm itching to get I'm back doing to great. work how are you are you in l.a yes are you in l.a Yes, okay. the three of us. Yeah, we're all in LA. And um, speaking of work, what's so? What's coming up next, you guys, for the Backstreet Boys? Oh my God, we're Ooh. about to be back what again. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we've uh, we just launched a Christmas residency in Las Vegas. That's uh, amazing. November. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, November. Let's see, 11, 12, 13, 14, and then eighteen, twenty, twenty-one. And then we're going back. Wow, and, you know your dates. Yeah, then we're going yep. back in December. Uh, there's like a week and a half in December just before Christmas. So we're super stoked, man. Backstreet's back, you know, on the strips. So we're excited. 
It is. And you know what? Like, obviously, to all of our fans out there that have been so great uh, and so supportive, holding on to their tickets, waiting for the DNA tour to come back, which it is next year. We're all, I mean, I mean, obviously, we're all anxiously waiting, and it's going to be great to at least be on a stage as all five coming up at the end of the year. Um, you know, I, I, something that I wanted to ask you, Rock, because, you know, obviously each of us have been doing God knows what <laughs> during the year and a half break. Well, you've you been would, dancing it, your it, ass off. I mean, if you can call it a break, you mean, because, you know, some of us were working, some of us weren't working, whatever the case is. But, like, when everything shut down, like, how did that really like affect you and Leanne and Bailey, like Bailey, especially like, how did that really affect you guys? Because I know for me with my, I mean, your son's a grown man, obviously I've got the younger, you know, on the young side. So they adapted Ava and Lyric adapted, but they were, you know, the first six months was really hard for them because they couldn't see their friends. They couldn't have, their childhood kind of got taken from them yeah. for a hot second. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, for, for me, it was, I mean, for, I mean, I'm just going to talk general and for my family, like my family is, I mean, as you know, bone, we, we, we kind of do our own thing. We beat to our own drum. Yeah. Uh, it's always been that way. And with Bailey being the age that he was and being homeschooled, he was homeschooled his whole life. So yeah. it's not, it wasn't such a drastic change. Like, oh my gosh, the world stopped. And that's exactly what happened. You know, there's no joking about that. The world stopped. But at the same time, it's, you know, our world as a family for the literal family, I would say it, mm -hmm. it just kept right on going. You know, we were trying to mm -hmm. navigate the system like everybody else. You know, I, I tell us, you know, I tell you AJ all the time, like, let's, you know, us guys, let's just tread water. Let's keep treading water. Let's stay in the game, keep doing what we do because sooner or later, you know, things change. And when the world mm -hmm. stopped, it was kind of like, Oh my God, like you can't tread water for a year and a half of um, you have right. to, you have to figure out, you know, where you, you know, where you want to be and what you see for yeah. your life. So I think it was, I think it was good for everybody, you know, just as a dad to be home more, like I've never been home yeah. this mm -hmm. long in my entire life. And, you know, we're talking 28 years of Backstreet Boys, you know, and I've got right. a soon to be 19 year old son that, That's you know, he's a, I know. he's a grown ass man. And it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> and he was home with you guys, right? Just, yeah. Yeah, Just I mean, out it's true, family. though. It's true, like, to think about, like you said, about treading water and about always staying somewhat visible for all of our fans and in any capacity. Um, you know, like for me, as you know, you because you and I have talked about it on the golf course, we've talked about it when we're in the studio working on the new record, the new Christmas album, you know, that, or our first ever Christmas album, let's just say that. It's crazy, first ever. by the way. Uh, I know, it's freaking nuts. Um but it's finally happening because it's meant to happen. But like for me, you know, this was the opportunity for me to finally work on myself, finally get it, get it right as far as being sober and really, you know, have all this time to me to focus on me. And mm -hmm. it's it's made my 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 marriage is blossoming. My relationship with my kids is blossoming. And I, I even feel that my relationship with you guys has really blossomed totally. over the past even though I haven't seen you guys as Did much as I Did you guys miss would. each yeah. other, though? Did you miss, e miss the camaraderie? Are you excited to go back on the road? Are you nervous, Brian? Um, you know, I'm, I'm not nervous. Uh, let me just answer the question right off the bat. Of course, of course I miss these guys. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's, we're, we're family. We, we, whether or not we're together or not, it's like we're always on each other's minds. It's like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. or wonder what, what if he's at the golf course or... You know, and the funny thing is, is AJ and I, AJ and I in particular during the, the whole downtime probably stayed in contact the most just when it came to checking on each other. Like, how are you doing? What's going on? Like, Voting for him on dancing. Yes, I yeah. was doing that. You know, I was Instagramming and tweeting like, hey, vote for my boy <laughs> and his girl. So you would so then you would say that that you missed me the most out of all the guys yeah. that is what you would say. Of course. That's okay yeah. to say. It's safe to say. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would say the same know, about you. I'd say I, about you. I, miss, I miss Renee too. You know, I miss hanging out with her. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, uh, always. We've, you I miss mean, kicking we've, his butt. <laughs> 
I, I know you've given me a reason to live. I have to beat you. I have to beat <laughs> yeah. you. No, it's serious. It has to happen, dude. Yeah. And you need me as a witness. You need me as a witness. I mean, even if, even if we put both our scores together, I don't know if we would have been able to beat him that day, but you know, it, it is what it is. But uh, I'll tell you one thing though. Like, I think what is, what is a testament to us as a group is the fact that no matter what, cause we've, we've had hurdles that have been public knowledge. We've had it, you know, inner hurdles that we've kept amongst the five of us that we've gotten, that we've been able to get through as just us five with nobody else getting involved, no management, no lawyers, no, no, none of that shit. And I think that has been at, at the, at the root and the foundation of why we're able to still keep doing what we're doing, still have fans show up. And you know, what I can't wait for is when we do this Christmas residency, I think that's going to reignite fans to come see the DNA tour again totally. because they're totally. they're going to see us live again. We're you know little inside for all the fans out there listening. We are in talks about what the show is going to look like right now. It's exciting. We can't tell you anything, but it's going to be a party. It's going to be fun. You're going to yes. need dancing elves. I could be the number one. We, can, we we might need some dancing elves, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just know that we we have such a great bond and we have such a core. Like, we had Nick on the show a year ago. We had Kevin on. Your cousin had no idea, by the way. Really? Are you kidding me? None. She had no, no idea. I swear. I had no idea. But she, well, I was going to say, what? there's, there's a few things you don't have. <laughs> I know. There's actually quite a few things. I don't it's have okay, a very true. sheltered life. Yeah. <laughs> Shelter. A little bit, a little bit. But do you know? Uh, you know I yeah. want to say that, like, my admiration for you guys has goes back a long time from the first time I saw you guys in concert and seeing you guys backstage. How down to earth all of you guys are, and the thing that's always blown me away is how any five people can stay doing something for 28 years without killing each other right mm -hmm. yeah. but having worked with yeah. you guys i i could understand why do you know uh, uh, on the chances video you guys are just so freaking chill and and i love that you all have a point of view you all have something to add to the i remember that opening shot remember uh brian you're like hey i've got an idea oh, yeah. what do you think if it comes around and goes around here and i was like Hell yeah, let's do it. You know what I mean? And yeah. everyone was Gucci. Well, I sh I'm 58 years old. I shouldn't be saying yeah, Gucci I, you anymore. Really got, you like really it. have to stop like saying it. Gucci and flames I'm, and all the things flames. that Elon tells yeah. you. I'm going to oh be, God. you know, I'll tell you what, I'll retire it on Friday. I'll be 59 on Friday, so I'll retire it then. But getting back to um, just seeing you guys, like nobody's out trying to like, outdo anybody you're all just trying to figure out how to get this project better at its best right yeah. and and so i i learned that from watching you guys interact with each other and interact with me you guys aren't about ego you guys are about let's do the best possible project so i want to just tip my hat That's to amazing. you boys yeah. you know well, we, we but tell us that. what your worst fight was just kidding. <laughs> Your worst fight. <laughs> There's been I'm quite joking. a few. I don't think I don't think Rock and I have ever gotten into any kind of real true beef as far as no. that. But mm -mm. Nick and I have been in two physical fights. Kevin yeah, and Nick us. have been in fights. Because there's a, a what is it, ten year gap almost That's between crazy. Kevin and Nick. So there's there's gonna be that, you know. Now it's yeah. different. Now it's weird because there's still a ten year gap, but well, you're Nick's older. over 40. He's got yeah. three kids. Kevin's got it changes. But yet the the gap is never going to not be the same gap. It's just as you get older, you learn, OK, I know the right buttons to push to piss you off. And you know the same about me. All right, but I but I also have a there's this newfound respect amongst the five of us mm. now where we have now taken the control back. And it's been something that's been really spearheaded by you, Rock. I mean, going back to. The Lou days, spearheading all of that, that was on you and you got us all together as a team to stand strong against just being poorly mistreated and just all of the BS that we had to deal with. 
And even how did you do that, Brian? What did you say to the boys? Uh, well, I don't want to start crying and get emotional, but <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, Come on, we'll cry together. It's, it's good for Bring the game. It, dude. It's good for yeah. the game. Good Come the on, game. yeah. No, it's, it's uh, good for the podcast. No, I'm kidding. I I just you know I I knew I knew something was wrong. You know, all all of us, even as kids, you know, like AJ said, you know, all we had was each other, and I think that's what Renee is really talking about with working with us, like. When it when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, it's it's about Nick and AJ and Kevin and Howie and Brian. It's it's not about mm-hmm. anybody else. And I think my you know my concern was just like, damn, like things are wrong, and we were being taken advantage of in every way, shape, or form, and it just wasn't fair. And it was those mm-hmm. those tragic stories that continuously happen in this turnaround music business of everything, you know, taking Justin Timberlake, what goes around, goes around, comes out, you know, it comes all the way back around. It always happens. And these are stories that won't ever go away. And I think, you know, what I had to do was I had to stick my neck out. You know, I filed a lawsuit. There was a statute of limitations that was about to run out on our contracts. Uh, I had about two weeks left before the statue ran out. We were actually in Stockholm, Sweden, recording the Millennium album. And I had just, mm-hmm. I had just filed the lawsuit, but I, but I filed what's called an open-ended lawsuit, which meant that the other guys could jump on to help me. Because at the end of the day, little old me, I, I couldn't take the ship down. You know, the ship was sailing. It was, you know, we were blowing up everywhere around the world. And that power mm-hmm. was happening because all five of us were seeing the same thing and moving in the same direction. And, mm-hmm. you know, that it just... It just started good for you. Yeah, it just started to get disarray. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, with success and a little bit of money comes a little bit of power, comes a little bit of displacement from one another. And then everybody starts Mm -hmm. going their separate ways. And it's like, oh, hold on just one second. Like, this is this is why we are here. It's because we do have some sort of commonality of the people that we have grown into be the grown men that we all are. And at the end of the day, you take away the music, you take away the traveling, you take away the families, you take away everything that we've worked for in our lives. And, and we have this pretty damn close to being friends. And I know that's, mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. that's kind of deep and, and it might be shallow at the same no, time no. that I say no, it, but no, no, no. we go deep here. Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, I used to always call those guys, you, AJ, you know, this, I always call you guys mm-hmm. my business associates because there was mm-hmm. a time that, it was just all about business. And mm-hmm. that's when we kind of got away from our true love of just making music and making people smile. And when when that gets taken away from you, like COVID this past year and a half, mm. man, what a rejoicing moment to say, hey, we're back, we're doing shows. And what an exciting time to live in. Like we can mm-hmm. see the, the sunrise on the other side of the world before people see it. And we can bring them to that. Like, let's, let's do these shows. Let's bring back yeah. happiness and I didn't mean to get off true, though. Get off on a big tangent. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, no, 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 it's it's great. We love that. It's interesting, and it's and it's and it's and it's true because this. I do remember you. You know, we used to tease you about you know punching in the clock, punching out the clock. He was the first one to fly back to Atlanta. Like, sorry guys, I can't do this because I got a plane to catch, and he'd be out. (laughs) <laughs> and we wouldn't even see him leave. He would like we he would finish the last line in the studio and then dude, where the hell's Brian? Oh, he's already on a plane back to back to Georgia. But it's like now But you understand what I see. Yeah, you understand now because you got No, kids. I will like, see exactly yeah. now as a dad, yeah. I see like I'm talking to our tour manager like a week before we're gonna be done saying, Hey, can you change my flight to the earlier mm-hmm. flight so I can get back and surprise my kids and be home, you know, hours earlier. But to go back to what you were saying about that kind of business associate mentality, I'm pretty sure all of us at one point or another had the same view, but now I feel like we're, we're, we're closer as friends and family now than we've ever been. I mean, obviously in the beginning, I think just because we've now found like, there's that, there's that comfort zone Mm -hmm, that we've mm -hmm. all gotten into now where we know each other literally I think we know more about each other than our wives and our families because totally. we've, totally. this is our first marriage. Yeah. This is our first <laughs> marriage before anybody got married. Yeah. You know, this is numero uno. So we've literally been through 
everything together for more than half of our lives. All that of us. crazy. I mean, yeah. So I, I, I consider us to admirable. be friends and family now more than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. And, but again, we had to go through those phases individually and as a group where it's like, you know what? I, I, I maybe don't want to be here right now. Or I maybe do don't. You think I just, that, um, do you think you COVID know? helped? Like just the separation in a way, just to look, take it like what you were saying, Brian, just like how grateful you are and like how blessed, you know, for you guys to be together for as long as you have been. Do you think this break in a way was, um, you came to some realization, I guess, as to like how fortunate and blessed you guys are yes, to be together still? Yes, totally. I mean, it, it puts everything in perspective, you know, because mm-hmm. like, yeah, being being home with your family in lockdown, it's, you know, that's a lot of, a lot of people would actually go crazy with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, a lot of people yeah. did. You know, yeah. I've and, seen it. I've seen that's, it. That's the thing. There's the flip side to that. You know, like, yeah. you know, we don't work a nine to five. You know, I don't think, no. I don't think any of us, you know, on the Zoom were built. We weren't built for a nine to five. Mm-hmm. It's just that artistic view that we have of that pick up, go. Like, you know, let's change the scene. Let's change the backdrop. Let's just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, let's write another song. Let's do another dance move. I mean, it just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you don't you don't get bored. And I think, I think it also keeps us young, like Renee was talking about. You know, it it keeps you vibrant. It, it keeps your brain going. It makes you want to think. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to be better, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, and I don't mean to be egotistical with this, but I think Backstreet Boys, when we came out, you know, there was a bar that we set. And that bar, no. that bar is something that we always, you know, try to achieve, but it's, it's our own bar. It's not anybody else's. We're not trying to be, right. we're not trying to be anything that we're not because people see through that. That's why you know? you're successful. Yeah. I think, I mm-hmm. think that's a, a perfect plus to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, so 28 years, that's a lot of wisdom you pick up over the years, right? And so hopefully, hopefully. well, <laughs> yeah. look, exactly. the fact that hopefully. you guys are still going strong lets me know that you guys have picked up wisdom along the way. Given that, and given that for you, Brian, your son has the best teacher there is about the industry, about what to expect. What would you say are some of the probably most most important bits of advice you've given your son? Because he's amazingly talented, right? He, is he also in the music industry? Uh, yes. Mm. Yes, he is. And he's he, a country and artist. He sings he his yeah, ass off. Wow. He's wow. got a lower voice than any of us, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he's freaking 18. It's yeah. in a beautiful like, voice. Yeah. Beautiful voice. Thank you. So Thank you. What, what would you say are some of the things you would offer him or have offered him to make sure he, you know, he, he stays... Um, on, on track, corru- yeah, yeah, on, yeah track. on track, and on not track. corrupted by this crazy business, yeah. right? I, I think the the two the two best things that that I've con- that I continuously share with him as a father is, you know, one, be, before you enter this business, you have to know who you are. You have to mm. know who you are going into the business because mm. when you leave the business, hopefully, you'll be some sort of remnants of that person that entered. Um, why, why change? Yeah. You want to be smarter. You want to have an outlook. You want to have a vision, you know, and sometimes be able to put that, you know, those blinders on and not, not focus on what the world says, but what your heart says. Um, just like you said, you know, staying grounded is something that, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up anything like my son. You know, my son has Mm. an amazing opportunity to, uh, to, even want to work harder. And this is, this is what he talks about a lot is like, people think, well, you know, I come from a privileged family or something because, you know, my, my dad's a pop star. It's, it's not that it's the same grind as ever before that you have to, you have to put that hat on, put that head down and do the work like everybody else. And I've, I tell them that all the time. It never comes easy. And you'll get to that point where, you have to have that, you know, the, I guess it's like that adversarial view of that, of the mm. bubble that your life can be in. And mm-hmm. for so long, you know, AJ and I were caught in this millennium bubble, this Backstreet Boys bubble that was just everywhere around the world. But it was kind of like we were trying to tap it to get out a little bit. We're like kind of clawing mm-hmm. at the 
you know, kind of climbing the walls, no pun intended, right, to get right, out. Right, and, but I'm bummed. <laughs> but I'm bummed. But I, I see Bailey doing that, you know, with his artistry, with his with his songwriting, with his growing, with how he views something, with how he attacks it. Um, he has to be so well rounded. He's got to have thick skin too. This business, mm-hmm. yeah. you have to have such thick skin. It's just like and with social media nowadays, uh, I mean, it's a whole nother world, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's you know, it's yeah. it's tough. It's it's really tough. We did not we did not have to experience that. You know, that was the mm-hmm. world of the you know the mm-hmm. the little. Uh, Polaroids and then the digital camera came along. Yes. It's like, oh my God, Same. like you can, you could have like 150 <laughs> pictures in your camera. Right. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, maybe we like actually, a message board or two. Well, yeah. no, we come from the cassette tape era. Let's yeah. just say that. Cause our I first single, our first single before any label was on a cassette tape. And I've shared this story uh, uh, more than I've, than I thought I have recently. Uh, which was when we did, I think it was the MTV Europe Awards, and it was 1999, and I'll never forget, we were doing the press room right after we had just won, and we all get asked questions, da-da-da-da-da, and the last person to get asked anything was Kevin. And the journalist said, Kevin, last question, what do you think of this thing called the internet? <laughs> That's how far oh, back yes. we can I've go. I've even heard this story. And Kevin's response was, eh, maybe it'll work. And that was it. And, you know, I mean, looking back now, I'm like, God, I wish somebody would have been in our camp saying, hey, guys, why don't you pull your money together and invest in this thing called Google or invest in this thing called Yacht? You know, but obviously we didn't have anybody around us that did that. But what I think also is really awesome about Bailey is, you know, me, I was the first Backstreet Boy to have a girl. And Bailey was always, oh, wow. I don't know, it's just this innate thing that he's got where he would always be very, very protective over Ava. Always. Oh, totally. And mm-hmm. would always just come and check on her and give her a hug and hang out with her. Southern gentleman. <laughs> very, very, that Southern hospitality for sure. Uh, now he's got four girls <laughs> that he's going to have to be an uncle yeah. to now. Uh, cause Nick's got two, I got two. So, you know, I thought but you were about to announce that Michelle's no, no. pregnant again. <laughs> no, 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 With no. I was like, Thanks for letting me know. That's a big giant. No, uh, um, yes, I'm going to be, sh- I'm plus, you know, TMI, but I'm going to be shutting down shop this year. So oh. two is good. Even Snippety numbers snip, were snip. good. The old snipperoonie. Yes, I am. Even numbers, even numbers. That's just my opinion. Just cause you know, it's, it's no one gets left out. You know what I mean? But like totally. Bailey, Bailey like me because I'm an only child. So I either entertain myself or I'm hanging out with mom and dad. You know what I mean? So. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top 
of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. So does does Bailey, does he come to you and for advice, uh, whether it's musical yeah. or or career or path, trajectory? Uh, bits, bits and pieces, you know, uh, and that, that is, that's grown and changed over the years, um, with him mm. being, with him almost being 19, you know, I remember being 19 and I was already a backstreet boy for a year. Um, wow. and you know, I thought I knew everything, you know, at that yeah, point in my true. life, I was the yeah. smartest, I was the smartest I have person. All the answers. Yeah, I was the smartest Nothing person left to learn. You were going to invent the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing God left sakes. to learn. Uh, and, and we all go through that. You know, I, I just like to, I like to watch in the wings. Um, I also like to, for him to, to take charge, you know, in life, you have to, you gotta, you gotta walk or you have to crawl before you can walk. Then you gotta walk mm-hmm, before mm-hmm. you can run. And a lot yeah. of a lot of times you take off too fast and you'll fall flat on your face and mm. it's pretty messed up, no pun intended. But <laughs> right? at, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I want to be there, but I want to watch. And yeah, uh, I need- so you let him do his thing, basically, right? Like as far as like the genre of what he wanted to sing. Definitely, and- definitely, because it has to come from the heart. You know, mm. I can't, I, I can't just because I am who I am That's doesn't great. doesn't make him anything other than what he wants. To me. Yeah, great. I mean, when uh, back, yeah, back in the day when he opened up for us when he was a wee lad, <laughs> you know, he was singing Michael Jackson. He was doing R and B and pop. Yeah. Wow. And then now look at him. He's he's he a country found, boy. Yeah. He's a country boy heart. now, and he's crushing it. But you know, again, it's that thing where I would argue that we he's don't want to pop- you know dictate what our kids right. do. See, I, this I, is I, why I, I don't have kids because I'd be a dance mom and it would be so ugly to watch. Like <laughs> it would just be crazy. So I'm gonna avoid that. I don't know. I don't know if you would. I think because of <laughs> what be you've crazy. learned. I know, but I think because of what you've learned about yourself and what you've learned with your mom, and yeah. that you know tiger mom mentality. I, I think you would go the opposite direction. That's just my Maybe. opinion. But, I'm just not I gonna mean, let her or whoever it is, him or her, dance. No dancing for them. Yeah. Well, I, I, I have a like theory and I'm just going to say it out loud. It, tell me what you guys think. I feel like in the country music world, there's less preten- pretentiousness. Mm. Like l- probably, I'm sure it still has its pitfalls, but I feel like I don't know. I just don't see a lot of country you. artists that are just losing their minds with Lamborghinis. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like they seem <laughs> to be a grounded. little more, they seem more grounded. grounded. Yeah. yeah. Do, what do you what do you think of that, uh, Brian? Do you think there's something to that? Uh, I I do I do and I don't. You know, I think it's uh, I think it comes with the style of life. Uh, a lot of country artists. I mean, if I if I may put them all in the same box, sure. which they would not like because none of, you yeah. know, not all pop artists yeah. want to be in the same box, but sure. you know, the stories that they tell the, the emotions that they share are a lot of the same stuff. Uh, even yeah. when you go to the pop world, you know, I think, yeah. I think just the pop world, a lot of people, 
don't understand that pop music is popular music. So you can take country yeah. music as well, and it can be pop because it's pop, you know, mainstream popular music. Um, yeah. And it's just kind of how you grow up. I think uh, a lot of country artists are, you know, from the South, not everybody, but I'm just generalizing. A lot of country <laughs> artists are from the South, from the country. You know, they grew up driving trucks. They want to, they want to sing about a better life. They want to sing about, uh, screened in porches and lakes and fishing and like these are commonalities that that yeah. just people on like the east coast and the south you know the south where i'm from you know it's like that's that's what we do you know so it's yeah. just a way of life so it's not it's not anybody being something that they're not you know a lot of a lot of yeah. a lot of people would look at bailey and go you know well why can you know how can bailey be a country artist like he has a pop star dad like i mean my answer to that is First off, he's going to be whatever he wants to be. Secondly, you know, yeah, he grew up listening to us, but he also grew up listening mm-hmm. to Frank Sinatra and Dean oh, Martin. And, um, I mean, and Johnny Cash and like you, you name it, country artist Merle Haggard. Like I'm talking old country, like 50s, mm-hmm. 50s, 60s, 70s country that, you know, he would listen to on his grandmother's porch, you know, sitting by the lake. Yeah. And just, wow, you know, these songs connect with him. And little did we know, you know, you fast forward and we were actually out in Vegas doing our larger than life residency. And I had dinner with him and my wife, Leanne, and, and Bailey was like, dad, I've got something that I want to share with you. And I was like, yeah, go for it, bub. And he was like, I want to do country. And my first, how old was he? He was uh, 15. Wow. Were you nervous that it was something else? I'm kidding. No, (laughs) that he wanted to talk to you about it. I'm what? dead. I'm leaving. I'm, 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 I'm leaving I'm Vegas. Taking, uh, I'm taking the Alpina and I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah, Cheryl. He, what was your response? Uh, Cheryl, he wasn't there yet, so I wasn't quite good, worried good, about good. The, the, Just uh, making sure. Yeah, Just the, making sure. The opposite side of that. Uh, my response was immediately, Renee, it was, why not? And yeah. that's great. That was, that was what I could think of at the time, you know, and he still talks about that. I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm glad, you know, I'm just glad that what I said at that very moment you know, still sticks with him even today. So, yeah. well, you, know. you guys here, you guys, even though you are a pop band, right? Yeah, I'm sure you guys all grew up listening to all sorts of stuff, totally. right? Oh, yeah. What did you so, listen everything. to, Brian? Uh, I grew up listening to Christian music, gospel. You know, like Southern gospel. I grew up in Lexington, yeah. Lexington, Kentucky. It was the Bible Belt. You know, we go to church on on Sundays and Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, Wednesday afternoons, Wednesday evenings. I worked at my church. I was a wedding coordinator. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Wedding coordinator? Yeah, I, I hustled. That must have been stressful. I was, well, not really. It was actually fun. Oh, okay. It was actually fun because oh. I used to get paid twenty five dollars for like setting up the sanctuary. And that was That's like, great. you talk about real money. That was real money to me then because I was <laughs> yeah. also, I was also flipping fish at Long John Silver's all week long. And I would only, what did you prefer? Well, when I got home, I smelled like fish, like the, the church, <laughs> church, the church money was much easier, you know, cause I would show, I would work all week flipping fish and I would clear like $38. $38 a week. That's a lot of money, well, especially mean, back then. Well, I was hustling, you know. I mean, I was hustling. Yeah. You know, I wanted Getting to... Getting this hustle on. <laughs> I get my hustle so, on. So, uh, yes. <laughs> you met your wife on a video shoot, is that correct? That is correct. That was... So, yes, was it did. love at first sight, Brian? Uh, it was actually love first before I even saw her in person. I, uh, I fell in love with her picture, actually, if you can do that. Um, True story, he did. Yeah, I saw her I saw her headshot in the bottom of a stack of, of young ladies on the way to the shoot. Okay. This was the 15th of June, 1997. We were out in California. Wow. Uh, it was actually Father's Day. It was a Sunday on Father's Day. And um, yeah, I saw Leanne's picture, and I was like, wow, I'll have to remember that name. And um, mm-hmm. unbeknownst to me, she came up and like, bumped right into me and she was like hi my name's leanne i was like i know <laughs> she's like will what? you marry me yeah i had to i had to play it cool cheryl i couldn't just like dump all yeah. my cards so yeah. totally totally <laughs> i hear you i hear you the rest is history yes so is. what did you think of um aj's uh dancing skills let's be honest aj 
Take your headphones off. <laughs> Thanks. No, exactly. I can still I can still hear Listen, it. He, he knows. I'll totally. listen to it later. Uh, he he knows he knows what I'm gonna say. I mean he's uh, he's probably. But I've never heard it. Well, he he's probably one of one of the best dancers in the band. I mean, like he was he was always in the middle. Um, you know him him and I we kind of always like went at it. You know with just there's a, there's a certain quality of dance moves that. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, no, I could tell that you too, for yeah, sure. We, we didn't want to, we didn't want to look like ourselves. We wanted to look like our choreographers, you know, it was kind of like right, right, right. Th- those dancing in the mirrors and making those pictures, every movement counted and, and you do every movement with the purpose and mm-hmm. that, you know, you paint those pictures as you go through and, and, you know, then you come up with something magical. And I think yeah. for us, you know, he was always super graceful, but he had an edge to him, mm. which was nice. Um, and yeah, it was he. Him and I were always busting butts out there. Like, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. And that's just, I can that's do just this move better than you, but no. <laughs> but I have to say, did. I did work with you guys for like a short little like few minutes, yeah. right? When we were doing yeah. our week five, whatever it was, cha cha. When you guys came out on the screens, and I can see that you're very detailed, Brian, like you're very, and you're like, you take direction and you're like, and you were great for a ballroom standpoint because you were like exaggerating the moves. The only thing was that green screen, right? Like your arms had to go like this yeah. oh, yeah. or something. But uh, it was the <laughs> smallest <laughs> green screen ever to, to actually yeah. record on. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> but well, you, you still know, stuck ha- it, right? You Nick, still and, Nick and Kevin were too tall for it. So oh, like God. we had to like, Kevin Jimmy rig everything. It was horrible. That was but. so crazy. Oh my god! So but yeah, yeah you I, would you ever do Dancing with the Stars, Brian? Uh, I, I don't know. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. Um, never say never, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it would be fun. I think it would be a, definitely a challenge. Yeah. But, oh, it is. You know, and I'm, and you know, a lot of a lot of people. I haven't said this to a lot of people, but as, and you'll hear it, you know, a couple of times. This might be the third or fourth time I've re- ever really said it in public. Is I don't really like to dance. I don't really oh, enjoy you're so dancing. Good at it. And and that's the thing. Like like Renee, like Renee was talking about my golf game earlier. Like if if somebody shows me something, I can emulate mm. it. Like I can I can do that. Like it, it's not that hard for mm-hmm. me. If you show me if you show me how to shoot a jump shot, it's like, okay, I'll figure it out. If you show me how to do whatever. If I showed you a but pirouette, would you look was, like me? Uh I would not look like you, but I would try <laughs> my damnest. <laughs> But that's the thing, like it was it was that athletic, yeah. you know, ability that I had to kind of take those pictures in my yeah. brain. So no, you're great. that's that kind of I think, you know, I think yeah. it helps me. For this sure was, it does. Absolutely. This was more of an observation than a question. <laughs> um, did you notice the whole time you were saying nice things about AJ, he didn't say a word, he stayed oh quiet? Oh my god. Did you notice that? So if you ever want him to be quiet, just start saying nice things about him. <laughs> compliments. You can kiss my butt there, buddy boy. Um, we not tease. true. So funny. No, we that tease you each know other me, all Renee. day long. That is no, so you know me, hysterical. Renee. I don't, See, I don't. I should have done that the whole time during dancing. I no, should have given you, you know me, compliments. Though, I don't. I don't take. I well, I am now better than I used to be, but I never used to take compliments well. And I and it's true because if me and Renee would be out anywhere and he'd introduce me to somebody new, he would be like, "This is AJ." Da, 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 all these really nice things and I would just kind of put my head down and be like oh, Tur- thank, th- 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 thank you but now it's like you know what I'm gonna own my shit and it's like you know what yes thank you. you I th- and you know and and I genuinely mean thank you and I and and I I just want to say something that I've never said to anybody this is the first time anyone's gonna hear it nobody knows this story but when we were in South America on the DNA tour before the pandemic, locked everything down. Brian and I were sitting in my room. We're sitting on the balcony and we were just talking and we were listening to a bunch of music that I had had recorded solo from forever ago. And you literally looked at me and said, listen, the country stuff is cool, but this is where you need to be. This is country. I just don't see it. Like you need to be doing like R and B and this and that and da, 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 And I took it and I, I I didn't really let it process and then I ran with it and you couldn't have been more right. Um, and I might, I mean, I played you some of the stuff I've been working on last time we were in the studio. Another side note, which I think is also awesome. Brian and I always play each other stuff. Like <laughs> out of all five of us, like 
he literally sat me down. We're having lunch. We're eating our salads. And he's like, yo, check this out. And he played me two new songs that Bailey wrote. And I'm like, dude, this is freaking awesome. But that's just the kind of relationship that him and I have. Not that I don't have a great relationship with the rest of the guys. But we, we do. I think him and I, we just have the best relationship out of anybody. That's, that's I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, let's just let's just say it. I mean, overall. honest with each other. Overall, definitely, without a doubt. Um, but you okay. know what? That's a friend. That's a no, true it is. friend right no, there. I can Someone call that him, tells you. I can call mm-hmm. him just like I can call you, Renee, and we can talk about whatever. There's no uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. I can be myself and be honest. He can be himself and be honest. And I think that's. That's what a true friendship is. That's why you and I, Renee, have been friends for over 20 years. I like the way you put it just now, just really fast. I like the way you put it, where when you feel comfortable around someone, even during uncomfortable situations, you're comfortable around that person. That that's a friendship. I I like the way you put that to be able to be comfortable. Uh, It's 100 percent true. Yeah. Um, So listen, uh, obviously. You know, I could talk to you for forever, dude. Uh, but we we do have to let you go. But but before we do, um, let's just remind everybody that uh, the DNA tour will, is definitely back next year. We are super excited. We cannot yeah. wait. And right. I think I think I'm more excited about this Christmas album than any album that we've ever done because we've never excited. done one. My wife is over the moon. That's her favorite holiday. Yeah. 28 and years in obviously, the making. Obviously, just like I'm sure Leanne has heard the rough edits, Rochelle's heard the rough edits, yeah. and like Rochelle is like losing her shit, yes. freaking <laughs> out. She's like, oh my God, you guys sound amazing. Everybody sounds great. And we- Brian. We, we, have, we, we do have one hell of a Christmas record coming for all I you guys out there. I can't wait. One more thing. Yeah. We've been playing this game called Kiss, Mary, Kill with oh, all God. the... Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> I'll let you go. Go, AJ. All right. Introduce all right. Yeah. it. What's, so, it What's it called? It's called Kiss, Kiss, Kiss Mary, Kill. Mary, Kill. Okay. So we did it with Kev and we did it with Nick and we're going to do it with you. Yeah. So you can kiss somebody, you can marry somebody, you can kill voice. somebody of the group. Who would you kiss? Who would you marry? Go. Who would you kill? Go. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Just quickly, yep, okay? Who would think. you kiss? Uh-oh, you can't who would you think. kiss? I would kiss you, AJ. Uh-oh. Oh, good. So Mary. he's not killing me. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm safe there. Who would you who'd marry? You, you know what? I take that back. I would. <laughs> he wants I would, to kill you now. I would marry. I would marry AJ. I would kiss Kevin, and I would kill Howie. Oh, oh my God, Howie! I'm just saying, you had to pick, right? I love it. You're amazing, Brian. So Thank Nick you. is Nick is just obsolete. Nick is safe all the way around. He doesn't get yeah. kissed. He doesn't get married, and, he, and he's still living. I can only pick totally. three. I mean, can I pick myself? Yeah. I would marry myself. No, I can't. Oh uh, yeah, that's good. There, there is Uh-oh. one last thing, though. One last thing, because ever <laughs> since AJ said his answer, I've I've lost my mind over it. We were asked a question: Do you put on your Socks, then oh, your shoes, gosh, or do me. you put on one sock, one shoe, one sock, one shoe? How do you how do you get dressed? Uh, I do my socks. My socks first. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Like every other normal person. He, they, <laughs> so they're over the moon that I go sock, shoe, sock, shoe. Who does That's that, Brian? Crazy. Why, why That's you, crazy. Why would you do that? <laughs> because <laughs> I need, because no, this is my theory. If I put one whole setup, Right, I got the sock and the shoe on. One whole setup. I can look in the mirror and see if I like the way it looks before I have to waste both oh, my that's feet. So well, weird. You, but so now, never, if I like it, I put the other but sock. But you've and never shoe explained on. it. That's actually a little. Now it makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, I thought that bit. was kind just of self-explanatory. Just, just I thought you'd figure that just out. Just, I mean, just, well, who who looks at weird. themselves in the mirrors with with Did one you know sock that AJ and one also shoe? Also showers with his socks on. I I have showered with my socks on. No, listen, you don't understand. Socks on. We have to no. We have to shower with flip flops on tour because you don't know what the hell is in them bathrooms. Socks, staff infections, man. Hey, I have a I have a question real quick. I just want to know, like, when you were a little girl, like, what made you want to dance? Like, have you always wanted to dance, or have you? I had no choice. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) 
No, I mean, what's, um, what's the, if you don't mind sharing the, no, the yeah. story with me, I would appreciate it. For sure. I, I started ballet when I was four years old. So that was something that, you know, my mom always put me into extracurricular activities from like soccer, volleyball, basketball, ballet, and ballet was the only thing I never complained about every single morning. Wow. And then um, literally my hips grew and at age nine, I just didn't fit into my ballroom tights or I didn't feel like I fit in. And so um, I switched over to ballroom. So, and then I just loved the fact that you can dance to fast music and I loved the competitions I, that I went to. I saw kids my age dance. My mom and stepdad got into it. So it was like a family affair. And then I just took it to the next level because I was never really book smart, more street smart, you know? Sweet. That's awesome. Mm. That's a great True story. True story. Great story. Thanks my, for asking. My hips well, started growing listen, at 55. Listen, Brick. <laughs> All right, listen. Brick, uh, uh, I will see your beautiful mug tomorrow. I'm actually about to head to the studio cool. uh, as soon as we log off so I can get some backgrounds done and we can get a jump on things. I can't wait for but, the Christmas uh, album. Travel I'm, safe, I'm going buddy. to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> yes. I know that. No, you're not. Renee, Renee stop yeah, it. No, you're I not am going, going to Vegas. No, I'm, when you guys are there, I'm going. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Oh, better. I'm going with you. Oh, Oh, yes, yes, I thought you meant tomorrow. No, okay. no, no, November. Well, yeah, I mean, we have to take every opportunity to plug that Backstreet Boys are back in Las Vegas, correct, AJ? Mm -hmm. Right? Yes, we are. Okay, and we are back with a very, what is it called? It's a very Backstreet Christmas party. Christmas party. Oh, my God, we've never had one of these, but we're going to try to make it again, I guess. And we'll be there at yes. the Planet Hollywood Zappos Theater we're talking about November 11, 12, 13, 14, 18, 20, and 21. And then we'll be then we'll be back all right again in December on December 15, 16, 19, 22, and 23. You guys get your tickets, ticketmaster.com, go get yours. Nation, go to backstreetboys.com. Anything and everything backstreet that you need to know, let's come celebrate Christmas together. Come join us in Vegas. Yippers! Wow. Gotta go. That's amazing. Well done. <laughs> Tickets are on sale now for our Christmas residency in Las Vegas. So if you don't got yours, go get yours now. We'll see you guys this holiday season. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna answer uh, one of y'all's questions. Thank you guys, as always, for submitting questions, and uh, we love to answer them. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button and give us five stars. And we will be right back with that question on iHeartRadio Pretty Messed Up. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. She's breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. 
I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, we are back. We are back. We are. Oh, my God. Share Bear. We are back. We are back. Street. No, we're not. We're back. Um. So we have a oh, question can I here. Tell, can I tell the joke that I told you the other day? I <laughs> Which said, one? I said, what does AJ use if he cuts his finger? A boy what? Band-Aid. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> so By How's the way, we the also need to come out dad joke. <laughs> How <laughs> funny. We should sell that. Okay, okay. I'm going to ask show. you, Cheryl. Boy Cheryl, Band-Aid. I'm going to tell you this one, Cheryl. Mine is, okay, uh, don't you hate it when people answer their own questions? I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one right good that's a good one, one. All right, you did all that right. last week already oh this shit alright anyways Darn Christina it. we have a question from Christina it's a two parter first question is what are you all binge watching right now and the second is in a movie about your life who would you want to play your spouse Ooh, Brad that, Pitt No. oh wow okay so there's the answer <laughs> to that question to play my spouse uh, I would say Scarlett Johansson, because I yeah. think her and, and my wife have a lot of similarities. You, Renee, who Scarlet. would play Brit? Scarlett. <laughs> Scarlett would play Brit? Angelina Jolie. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and what are you all binge watching right now? Do um, podcasts count? Armchair experts. <laughs> oh, dude, armchair. That's Dax's. Dax's is Amazing. good. Amazing. Um, I love it. Binge watching? I mean, it's kind of hard to binge watch. I'm a huge Marvel fan, as everybody knows. Um it's hard to binge watch any of the new Marvel shows because they, they're they smart. Marvel knows what they're doing. They want you to like be chomping at the bit. So it's it's one episode per week. So you can't... Oh, that's annoying. You can't binge it unless you want to sit back and let the whole season pan out. But then and you got to wait... see it on TikTok. Six weeks AJ, to you binge binged, it. AJ, you binged The Servant. I did, yes. I did binge season Recently. two of The Servant and... Wow! Holy crap, sickle! I'm almost done with it. It is so is it good? intense. Oh, oh my god, it's god. so is good. Is it scary though? It's, it's not very scary. scary. What do you oh, mean? No, I can't, can't <laughs> no but it, it can't no, but it's 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 more of a mind thing than it is. It's not violent. Well, like it's, it's not, not like it, it's not surprise scream or or gore. Yeah, it's like it's more, not gory slasher. No. Oh, you no. know what it's is like? It like a thriller, it, like psychological thriller. Well, it, I love no, those. It's, but trust me, it is scary. It's the kind of scary oh, no. that if you have to get up to use the bathroom in, in oh, the middle of the night, you're like, oh. No, 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 no. We're going to no, hold you shower. down and make you watch it. I won't shower for two weeks. I'm We're telling gonna you. We're going to hold you I... down and make you watch it. No, there's no way. There's no All way. Right. It freaks me out. No, thank Renee, you. What are you, what, what are you binge watching? Well, right now, it is The Servant. I'm about oh. to finish it. I can't really wait till good. you're done so we can actually talk about it because I'm, I'm like biting my freaking lip right now because there's so many questions. The one thing I know from the last season is there's no way to predict where it's going so no, i don't exactly. even yeah no. i don't I even like i'm it. not even going to try to predict where this yeah, is going to end no. up <laughs> oh do you, you trust me you will never see it coming when yeah. you get to the last episode um wow. well thank you so much christina i appreciate that uh we all do and uh so we have two scarlet joes and a brad pitt and you know what we're binge watching so uh again thank you to my brother uh b-rock brian uh for coming on and joining us here on the podcast thank you, brian and um, I'm excited uh, to get this Christmas album done, to get it out yes. to you guys. 
out there in the masses. Um, first time in 28 years, we're finally doing a Christmas album. Uh, and I hope that this holiday season, uh, we can all be together in Las Vegas uh, at the Backstreet Boys Let's Christmas party residency. So get your boy band-aids now. <laughs> yep, get your get, get get all those band-aids now and we'll uh we'll see you guys and talk to you soon everybody. Oh, and uh happy birthday, Renee. Renee happy Renee, birthday, happy buddy. Birthday. Let's hope we make it. At this age, you know you can't count your chickens. <laughs> well, you know. Happy Renee, birthday, Renee, you're turning man. 15. Wow. You're tur- yes, you're going backwards. Yeah, maturity-wise, uh, you're right. Yes, yes. All right, thank you guys so much as always for tuning in here on Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio. We'll see you guys and talk to you soon. Stay safe out there and Love y'all. Follow Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich men Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.